I'd like to welcome to the show the director of the upcoming short uh, film, a 1984 period piece in present day, Mr. Sean Glass. How are you today? I'm good. We, we were talking before and I don't have COVID and um, that's really exciting, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what is your first memory of movies and what is the first movie you remember seeing? So I have no idea what my first first is, but what's, I guess, contextually relevant is this short film has in it Creepshow 2, which I watched really, really young when I was a kid. So that, like my grandmother's like all over this movie. Uh, it's shot in Absecon, which is outside of Atlantic City, where she spent a lot of her youth. And it's... um it features me watching this movie that I saw for the first time in what was uh, my grandparents' video distribution warehouse. They, that's what like my grandfather did for part of my youth is he ran a video distribution warehouse and um, like VHS and they did all the horror movies. So like Lucio Fulci, like um, Wood Splinter in the eyeball. Like I saw that when I was like five. <laughs> and one of those movies was Creepshow. And in my head, well, I won't ruin the movie, but in my head, it was very romantic. And this whole period of my life is very romanticized of, of watching horror movies, specifically horror movies when I'm, you know, six. Like I remember, I, I can only date it by that because I know that I was six years old when two things happened in a row. I brought my grandparents to the other grandparents, the more normal grandparents who didn't consciously show me horror movies. <laughs> horror movies. Uh, we went to the video store and, uh, and I rented, I convinced them to let me rent child's play. Cause it was a kid's movie. I told them, uh, but I was savvy enough at that point to trick them that way. And then in class I got the, they had to, they sent me to the school psychiatrist or whatever psychologist, because everyone decorated their like in-class mugs. And most people did like baseball if you're a boy or ballet if you're a girl, like the McDonald's Happy Meals kind of shit, you know? Um, and I did all the murderers. I did Jason <laughs> Voorhees and Freddy Krueger and Chucky and Mike Myers and like, and, and you know, and probably Pinhead. Um, <laughs> so I remember horror movies. That's what, that's what I, like my first memory of film is trauma is like this, you know, is numbing to trauma. And that's probably why I made this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so you wrote and directed the, uh, and star in the upcoming short film, a 1984 period piece uh, in present day, which is about a couple who rest at a mo uh, motel in an unfamiliar territory and unreliable memory puts into question the source of danger and relevance of identity. Now you've already kind of touched on the inspiration behind the idea behind this, um, but what um, kind of take us through the thought process of writing and directing and then obviously starring in it as well. So I guess what's um, maybe I'll, I'll start at the end of that because what I found in the process, there were iterations of this idea for a while and, or, or I don't know how long, but like, you know, it's, 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 it's a memory that was in my mind my whole life. And the whole scene of me recounting this version of the movie in my head, the memory of the movie in my head is real. That was with a girl I was dating. We were on a trip. We were in 
Telluride. And um, I found right after that it's not what I thought it was. And that put me in this whole existential question of how close am I to this, to that villain that I see. And as I was putting, as, as this came into an idea for a movie, the goal is understanding. The goal is not expression. Expression, I, I say, I repeat this all the time. Expression is a pathway to understanding, but it's not, it's not the goal. It's not the end. It's, it's less than, I think, if we stop at expression. And I want to understand. I want to transfer some of that understanding to other people, to you. And then I want to understand back. <clears throat> so if I'm going to do that, this is my problem. I'm the one who misremembered this. I'm the one who is confused. And to put another actor in the role would be a disservice to myself. And it would be an irresponsible move, I think. Absolutely. To this goal of understanding and living, building a better universe. I want to be a better citizen of the, of the universe. So it was partially, you know, there's one part of it, which is just like, I'm a major film guy and I love, I do, I love doing everything. So like, you know, from the, from the imagery to the production is, you know, from the, the camera work to the production design to the sound, everything I, I get in crazy detail with, but holistically, ideologically, emotionally, I needed to do all of it myself because it was my question to answer. Absolutely. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And to me, it's very important um, when I watch film, I watch hundreds of films every year, new ones, old ones, it doesn't matter. But for me, I think the most important part of the storytelling is telling the story to make you invest in your characters. And that's one thing that I thought that you did rather well and, and understanding the behind the scenes aspect, right? Of what you did and understanding that it, you thought to tell a story, but also at the same time acted out. That that's, I guess that's an testament to very good filmmaking as a collective whole, which also when transitions into me for me to say, the cinematography in this is gorgeous. Um, was it hard to kind of get that old school film, but yet present day feel to the film? Well, so uh, just to go back for two seconds on like what is super important for me to convey to people, you know, this is more personal than anything else, like that touching Isabel in that way was super uncomfortable. Like I and she didn't, that wasn't fun to shoot. And I have so much love and respect for her. And, and, you know, that, it's not, it's not just like making a movie. Right. Like, it's not like, oh, we're making a movie. This doesn't count. This doesn't affect us. This doesn't emotionally, you know, capture like, oh no, it's a separate. No, that was, that was shitty. Like it felt shitty. I needed to feel shitty to see how that felt. That was not, that was a violation that I had not committed in my life. And I needed to, you know, we were, you're watching me do that. We only shot, we did two takes of that. That's it. And because it sucked. Right. And that's it. 
Um, and so it's not just, I guess like, this is something that people don't talk about a lot. Like making the thing, you're also just like, you're getting an image of a, of a few people on, you know, in a room doing a thing. For sure. They're like performing is one thing, but like these people are physically doing, you know, she and I, we're, we're doing these things in real life. Yeah. And you're just seeing what we feel like. So a lot of it is not like, you know, she's not, her facial expressions, they're not all contrived. Like, it's just like, she's grossed out by this. She's uncomfortable by that. You know, I'm finding, I, I'm talking about something on camera that I'm super emotional about. For sure. And you're getting just like what I feel. It's not just like, they're all, they're not just like contrived ticks that I'm putting in there. Um, anyway, I, I, I like to put that, you know, open that for people rather than be like, this is some machine that we built. Like, nah, we're, we're feeling this shit. Like this is, this is stuff that I really, right? really when you're filmmaking Before we get to the cinematography part, but it's important to, uh, it's, a, it's about everything. It's about loving what you do. And also yeah. at the same time, you got to do stuff that you aren't exactly comfortable with yeah. to get the best product out there. To understand more. Right. Otherwise, you don't. I want to be when I watch a film like for me, I want to be in your head. Right. And you know what I mean? Like that's and obviously that's your goal whenever you're making it. But for me personally, as a as a movie watcher, I want to be inside the mind of the person creating it, not just the person that is acting out what's inside your mind as well. I want to I want you to be in your head. Actually, I want to create distance from myself. I want to be completely unrelatable. I want to be a blank for you to project this is whatever this is my personal the way i think about it my objective is to force to impose choice upon you where i create a frame for you to project upon that's what i'm trying to do here that's why i cut it where i cut it that's why uh i shoot it the way that i shoot it i leave negative space for you. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I want to do. I don't want to tell you how I feel. I want to make you think about how you feel. That's, that's my objective. Absolutely. Um, cinematography, how hard was it? Uh, the funniest thing I guess is nobody wanted it to be any, no one wanted any of what I wanted. (laughs) I, Every single time, like basically the film was like, like I come in with aperture, focal length with like, like numeric, like my shot list is like, so I shot the film once myself with, uh, with, with a friend. I went to the location and we did it on, you know, on director's viewfinder, um, lenses, blocking, like I found my focal lengths, everything. And the only thing we didn't do is light it, but I had a, I had reference points of how I wanted to light it. Uh, and everyone was saying to me the entire time, like, we're not going to be able to see anything. Uh, this is going to be blown out. You're ruining the image. You know, you realize what you're doing here, like things like that. And I'm like, yes, please just, you know, no, no, no more. Take that light to remove that light. Um, you know, less, uh, like, like I was just, I was in extremes that like, like in the, the Carlos blown out shot, you know, yeah. I added like, they lit it 
and and we were we were doing a last minute you know rehearsal and i come to set and like i had to make them reset they were they they just like i was like no double that like <laughs> no one and and then when we're doing the the darker scenes i'm like no 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 like 10% like uh so what i think the challenge is 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 working with human beings who exist 24/7365 in a world that is flattened by the internet that we have we are uh crushed by sameness by generic by pressure of being like what is established and it is it is intense pressure grandiose pressure that if we do anything different that it's bad and i'm i feel up against that because i have not only i don't want to be different for difference sake i make my own decisions and they're for reasons there's a there's an objective with my decisions and they're based on things but they're not mainstream they're not netflix they're not you know what's agreed upon by trends and i have to answer whenever i whenever i bring someone into my creative space i i am up against that that's how i feel that i need to there's a bridge that we have to cross to get that i i basically I have to go back cross that bridge yep. to the world and i have to walk, walk with this person with them trusting me across this bridge i have to do it every single time and and i'll do that for the rest of my life that's a that's a that's an obligation but it's a you know something i love to do that's the understanding the transference but i need to do that every single time when i go across the bridge back to the world every time i've got to pull them out of netflix and netflix is very powerful and and effective and and, and netflix is a beautiful beautiful thing i mean, i don't say this you know negative netflix but the way that i shoot my movies is very different from the way that films are are coded for netflix and i'm up against that so so the difficulty i don't see as artistic or craft or whatever like we didn't spend a lot of money i didn't have a lot of people on set i didn't have a lot of toys this was all just this was all just my my head i have the images inside and i'm trying to i'm trying to make them uh there were a few technical things like 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 i had the whole the whole thing as a wonder basically and we didn't nail that so you you're watching a different version of it kind of uh but that's no big deal like but the frames the hang on the wall kind of frames those are not challenges for me i mean thankfully like what like if they look nice that means i'm awesome like and great you know um that means it works for you uh the challenge to getting to that is is going up against what a mainstream image it what we're told a mainstream image should look like and i have to explain to every single person along the way cuz cuz they need to love it they need to understand as well i can't just say no do that do it this way i have to really like embolden them and show them so so i make crazy image boards i make everyone watch i make folders for people with films with music uh with 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 paintings with ton- i bring people to museums with me i you know i do, i do things like that because i want them to really understand why i'm making these decisions that are completely averse to what they know is safe 
I'm yep. saying come into this like dangerous, unfounded territory with me. But this is why, like, like this is what we're going to be doing there, and 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 this is why we're going to be safe there, and why it's going to be fucking beautiful, and you're going to love it, and all that. So I, that's how I think about it. That's the challenge. Not the t- technical is nothing. Technical is fucking whatever. There's amazing, like, like I have amazing technicians at my disposal. Everybody does. Like, use your fuck. Like, you got imagination. If you if you got craft, you're fine. The challenge is is getting out of the fucking world. Getting out of the world. That's the challenge. I love that. That not it, not just saying that because you're here, but like for me, that's inspirational to me to understand that you have an idea you want to paint this picture. And not only do you just want to paint the picture and you just don't tell people, this is why I'm painting the picture. You show them how you painted the picture. Yeah. How you, you know, got to where you got. I, I love that. That's, 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 I've been doing that my whole life. And like, it doesn't, it doesn't work really. It only works when I, so like I, I can make this thing, but like I've been doing A&R on the record label side forever. And like, it doesn't work the way that I do A&R because the way that people do A&R is, um, this Frankenstein kind of thing where they take like very literal specific things and they met and they, and they take like a guy who makes drums, a guy who makes, you know, synth sounds and blah, 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 and mashing it together. And like, or just, or just kind of like throwing writer with producer with singer and like do it until it sticks. I'm not into that. I do A&R by like giving you a book by giving you these full, like I literally, I have a Dropbox folder that I give to people, which has read and watch in it. And in read is a shitload of either, like I've scanned books in there myself or sourced them or whatever. And it's just tons of reading and um, and imagery. And then there's films in there that I want people to watch. And I say like, this is the reference point. And then I make my image boards. And, you know, so I'll give to a singer, like, when he's making the the song or whatever, I'll give him a movie to watch or a book to read. And, and, and I'll, I won't give him like, I'll, I'll say, read this book and then let's do that demo again in three weeks. What they want is they want me to, you know, give you a different kick drum and right. ju- and just like give you 10 kick drums until yeah. the kick drum fits. Yeah. And and I'm like, no, nah, you know, I don't have fucking kick drums for you, man. Like, the, the kick drum's not your issue. Like, it, it's ideas that are your issue. It's 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 learning. It's 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 connecting. It's transference. And you don't transfer things directly like that. Right. That's not how art works. That's not how ideas work. It's a, it's it's for me. It's a lack of originality, right? It goes back to kind of what you were saying about you know everybody's conformed to the idea of what everything should be. And once you try to challenge that and kind of go off that beaten path, then it's an issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to sell them right before anything happens. You have to sell them on doing that. So like David Lynch has since, uh, 2001 really, but not before he has sold the world on it's worth going on this pathway with this guy who has some shit figured out. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't understand it, but like, like I had this conversation with someone the other day who I've known for a long, long time and he watched my film and he was straight up. He was like, I like Emily in Paris. I have no idea what your film means, but I know you and I think you're the greatest and I'm looking at it 
and I can visually see that this is exquisite. <laughs> so I assume that the ideas that I'm not understanding are smart. And like, I'm cool with that actually. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I will take that trust and do right by his trust. Absolutely. Like, you I, rather than I, say I that to you instead of, instead of blow smoke up your ass and say, that was the greatest thing uh, I've ever seen in my entire life. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? That's, it's an honor. I expect to, to create a Bible in 17 minutes, uh, you know, a Bible's worth of understanding in 17 minutes. So this guy understood something right. enough to say, I'm in for, you know, learning and seeing what you have to offer and where we can connect. And it's like, cool. Like what, like plus one, that's just, it's, it's a plus one. We're headed in a direction. We have a life together. We have a journey together. Absolutely. I will do right by this journey and it will continue. And it's not mm -hmm. over. That's how I look at it. You know, exactly. For me, I watched it the first time and I was like, man, that's good. And then I watched it back again because for me, it's like, I have to watch something more than once to completely understand it first because I think the dynamic that you had, there's layers of which that you don't see the first time as you do the second time. And that that to me is important as well. And, and one of those things that I really enjoyed even more the second time was the kind of the creepiness level of Carlos Dangler. I, I really enjoyed that very old school vibe to him. Um, I felt like he was just remarkable in this. Every time that he was on the screen, you just felt that I don't know, awkward. I think I wrote in my review, he was just extremely creepy, awkward, weird. All of the things I'm sure that you were probably looking for. How was it, uh, A, how was it like casting him? And then B, kind of, how did you feel watching him back in that? Uh, so I'll say, I know Carlos for a long time um, through Interpol, through his past life and what I love about Carlos and also Isabel, first of all, they're, they're filmmakers, they're writers, they're directors, they're actors, they do all these things. So having them on set is like huge for me. Having other people who have done all of my jobs, you know, is, is huge. Um, and Carlos and I connect because Carlos killed himself and, you know, reborn, like, he committed himself. I care about commit. I care about choice. I care about commitment that those are the things that like I'm most into in my, in my life, what I look to in people, people who are willing to die and specifically willing to kill themselves. And Carlos didn't like what he not just represented what he was and he, you know, what he was doing. So he stopped and he didn't change. He stopped. It wasn't like he had another lily pad to jump to. He killed it. He killed himself. And he just went to zero and rebuilt. And whatever he is today is, is part of that. And whatever I am today, I relate to it very much because I don't need to do my whole life story right now, but I, I did something similar in my life where I had a, I had a life and, and very similar on some music industry stuff. Like I had a whole life and, uh, and I let it, I killed it. I let it die. And, um, so he and I relate very much to that. And we had a lunch a few years ago about it 
while I was still sort of in my process. And it was really heartening for me to connect with someone like him who I admired for his past and admired even more for his future. And then he made a film actually that it's called Iowa and I don't, it's not really, it's going to premiere soon, I think. Um, and it's awesome. And just seeing how he's not just someone who like, he didn't like get traumatized or something like that. You know, there's like a cliche of like, Oh, he, you know, couldn't cut it. No, he's like fucking better than the Carlos D version of this person. So, I, yeah, I mean, he's a great actor. He's a great, he's, he's got like a lot of it is just his vibe. He's just a weirdo. And like, it's just there, you know? It was. Uh, but, I mean, even the opening scene, whenever you, they, you guys first get to the hotel, like just the, the odd uh, vibe that he just exudes to you is, is remarkable. There's, so there's a 45 minute cut of this film and there's so much more Carlos like in the can. Uh, I want the world to see it at some point. I don't know what we'll do, but like it's, 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 it's a, it's a little numbing of a Like I don't want to put out the 45 minute version, but I want people to see the rest of like his scenes. Cause that's like a 10 minute scene that, <laughs> that cleric scene in the beginning. Um, and yeah, there's so much more of him, but no, the way I saw it was, was, was we were foils to one another. Um, I was the like regular, you know, person that checks all the boxes, you know, I'm like a cool guy, kind of safe, uh, accepted. And he's someone who is not, who is weird. And uh, the semiotics, the symbols, the language symbology, you know, that we, that we live within, I am safe and he is dangerous. Um, and I wanted to, you know, put that in. I wanted to, like, is he dangerous or is he awkward? Or is he something, is he both? Is he, you know, what's the, that's how I want. And, and Carlos nails that because he could be a serial killer. He could be a, he could be a, he could be shy. Right, yeah. He could just not be, you know, he could not, he, like, like the way that I talked to Carlos about it was like, you're excited to talk to this person and she's not excited to talk to you. She doesn't give a fuck, but you're like, you think she's cool. And sometimes that's tough to just, to like, I want it to be like, I want to connect with this person. They want to get to their room, but I want to connect with this person. Exactly. And, you know, so there's that aspect of it. And then it's also like, or is there a dead body under the table? And did he murder the the real clerk? And is he confused because he just doesn't know what rooms or which because he's a serial killer? Like, right. and he can do both at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, I, I love that dynamic about him because you, you walk away from the 17 minutes of watching, you're like, who is that guy, right? You know what I mean? And and you put in perspective, it's exactly like you said. He's either a, a serial killer or he's just a guy that's shy and, and, you know, likes to keep to himself. You know what I mean? It's, it's a beautiful thing. It keeps you guessing. And, from Absecan, and they're from New York city. And when a guy from Absecan who doesn't go to the city runs into two New York city people who talk fast and stuff, like it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Absolutely. That's just natural, you know? Absolutely. 
okay, so the short was obviously accepted to be a part of the AFI festival, um, which starts tomorrow. I think I'll be releasing this today. So technically tomorrow as we're talking, but tomorrow. Um, what was it? What was it like getting that? I mean, AFI is, a, a, is one of the bigger festivals in in the United States, we'll say. Um, what was it like getting that message the, that you were accepted to be a part of it? I was, it was, it was, I'd say, I'd say the word is like validating probably because I respect them so much. Maline Khan of, uh, you know, to, to, to shout her out specifically a programmer there who I've known for a while and really love, uh, have my own, you know, film journey with, with her. Uh, we were Isabel and I at her U S premiere last year together at AFI after being, we were in Venice together for her, you know, international. And then we were at AFI last year, uh, right after we shot, we shot this film together and then she premiered Lingua Franca at AFI. Uh, there was another festival that I was thinking about and a person at AFI said to me, don't go there. Your film's too feminist for that festival. They're misogynists. And from a cinematic you know, filmmaking standpoint and from a sort of like cultural standpoint, getting all of that is a big deal to me, not ego wise, but practically, because as I introduced earlier, like I'm doing all this stuff that like no one agrees with, like no one, no one making this film, like no one was like psyched afterwards. I mean, like everyone's, you know, nice, but they're just nice, but no one's like, yo, this is going to be fucking great. Like, like no one said that to me. Everyone was just like, I'm, I'm not saying I needed that or they should, or they, you know, it wasn't like, I just mean, like, I don't know until I know like how it affects people. And I don't want to just, I'm not trying to just like masturbate. Like I want transference. Okay. I'm not making this film just cause I have to. And because, Oh, I just, it's just for the art. No. I want to change, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to build my own universe. I want to build the universe in my image because I think I have some ideas that are, that are nice and good for people. And I'm trying to affect those and, and you know, to put those into the world. I, you know, so, so I, I get some forms of, of like, you're on the right track when someone like AFI says those two things from a filmmaking perspective, yes, we, we co-sign this. And from a cultural perspective, you know, given the, 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 the sensitivity like that, yo, I like did me too effectively artistically and effectively. Like I didn't, you know, I, I put myself like in a, with a questionable, you know, like, sexual assault situation and like people watch it and are like thumbs up. Like, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I, I'm a light skinned person. I'm straight, you know, like I'm from New York city. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Like, like all my friends are terrified. 
Ever, like, like people who, who, who fit all the things that I just said are terrified of speaking out. So like- 100%. Doing this, I'm not trans. I'm not female. I'm not black. I don't have, you know, like making a film with Isabel that is not a trans story, that is not using her as like <sighs> token and including sexual assault. Like, it's so terrifying. Absolutely. With, with, with the culture today. So to do it and like getting it, whatever, I don't even want to say getting it right, but, get, but doing it in, in such a way that I didn't hurt anyone. And, you know, people are actually like coming back and like learning something. Yep. It feels so fucking validating that like whatever the fuck I'm doing, you know, I'm sensitive to to important to stuff that that works, and and yeah, so it's really that's why it's exciting to me. It's not like oh cool, like I'm a filmmaker that like you know I can get jobs or like I, whatever. That's like where my mind goes. Like when I sit and meditate and I think about this stuff, that is what I get. Like the fact that Isabel co-signs it and Meline and people like that co-sign it. That's what I care about. Cause that's where the sensitivity needs to be. And, and yeah. And like, it makes me really uh, excited to, to do more and for people to see this. That's awesome. Um, a few more questions before we go. Um, I'm they're right in front of you. So you know exactly where I'm going to go with one of the two of these, but uh, I like to have fun with my last one. But before we do, uh, we are, going through one of the most dis difficult stages of our generation, I would say, you know what I mean? In, in, in this pandemic and, and the uniqueness and the differentness, like we talked about it off there about how, you know, this is my first year being accepted to AFI to be able to cover it, how cool it would have been to actually go to, you know, to AFI and stuff like that. Obviously you're premiering a film, so you would have been there, you know, and stuff like that. But for me, um, what, is, what is one thing that you have learned from this quarantine or pandemic? So what all, I mean, so I could talk about this obviously like for hours, but the thing that is, is front of mind right now is that certain things matter more than others. And, you know, behind me is my green tea that I just had. Tea is, I, I, I you know, I'm Jewish, but I would say tea is the closest thing to religion that I have. And tea is very focused on the essential and focus, uh, you know, focused on, but, but focused on focus and what matters and what, what creates that kind of understanding, that kind of transference. And yeah, you know, I, I've, I have a diverse career. I, I make things, I, the way that I think about um, making things is like, I have an idea. I want to understand that more. I want to get that understanding out, transfer to someone, alchemy, get more understanding and form follows the objective of the idea, meaning could be a movie, could be a book, could be a t-shirt, could be a song, whatever, could be a cup of tea. Um, so I approach what I make, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I approach it that way. How do I create, how do I get more understanding? How do I create more understanding? And I have found with, you know, pandemic, uh, quarantine, whatever, film matters Film already was, you know, my highest form of expression, but film matters more 
proportionately now than ever before. I've put out music recently. I have a show, like a you know, a podcast, whatever. Like I put out, I have a clothing line, I have a record label, I have all these things, and I don't give a fuck about any of them. Like, like I love them, but I mean, they are not bringing understanding. I, I was listening to The Killers all morning. Like, I have all these new records to listen to, but, like, for some reason, because kind of because of the film, I was talking to the manager, who's a good friend of mine, and I was connecting on their idea of Samstown versus my idea of Absecon, and it's just been in my head, so I was listening to Samstown. Like, why am I listening to a record from whatever that is, like, 2006? Like, because when we're in this, there's no reason, like, there's all these new great records out, but I don't care about them because music exists in the universal with other people with like, I don't form connection to music by getting it fed to me through a streaming service and listening on my headphones in my home by myself. It, it doesn't do it for me. I'd rather listen to the, to Nick Cave from last year. You know, I don't care about it. Um, so film though delivers the entire thing. Yep. It's much better in a movie theater. But that's like more technical. We get the entire package in our home on this laptop or on the bigger screen, on the projector, whatever way you watch. Film can create the entire transference for another to you. I don't think that, you know, I'm not saying to you, yeah, man, you know, it sucks. I don't get to show this to you in a theater and like high five you after. Like, I don't really care. Like, like I do. That would be awesome. But like, that's because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a kid who fucking goes to film festivals every week. Like, I love that shit. And I, that's just how I live. But, like, I don't think you're getting a lesser experience. It's, assuming you have good headphones and you watched it on a, on a, you know, on a tuned screen so you get my colors and my shadows and my negative space well, like, great. And I love that. And I think that that essential quality is so reined in for us now with with quarantine and we have to think about it like this song that i'm working on like why why just like in, in general like like i have a song that like I have, I have music i have an album i have two albums actually that are like that i'm just sitting on kind of and i'm recording more stuff all the time but every time i get to this point i'm like why because <laughs> what am i gonna do you're gonna hear this song and you're not gonna give a fuck i'm I, i'm used to playing Coachella and doing underground. I, I, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn and like, you know, basement. I want to, I want to play this song for you in a basement in, in, in Ridgewood, you know, it, with, with like some fucked up plumbing issues. And like, I want you to, I want you to be sweating. And like, if you don't do that, if I just play it for you right now on your fucking laptop speakers, you don't get shit from that. I'd rather you to listen to your old, your favorite record from, from college. I'd rather you just do that. I don't want to take that away from you. Right. But if I'm going to connect with you, I can give you this film. And I genuinely believe that works. So that's all I'm doing. I'm just like, I have some, I have my other projects, but like I just shot another film. I'm casting the feature, which I'll, I'll probably do early 2021. But like I'm shooting two more shorts before the end of the year, one this month and one in when it gets super cold and the breath, you can see people's breath. Um, I just want to make movies. That's the only thing. That's the only way that I think we can connect. That's the only art form that I think is like vital right now in quarantine. The rest is bullshit. And like, I love music. My father, like my, gra my grandfather, my cousin, my uncle, everyone, like their lives are music or 
record labels. I, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I think it doesn't work. Just listen to the killers again. I love the killers. And like, 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 it's so cheesy. That that's the one I'm like, cause they're so cheesy, but like, I just, I, it's like a guilty thing. Like I also love meatloaf, but like, Oh my I God. To, I love meatloaf. He's like, one of Bad my, out of hell is my favorite album of all time. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Like Wagner. I'm a big Wagner guy. So Wagnerian rock, whatever. That's a whole nother. We don't need to <laughs> You're about to ask me a terrible question that I'm going to, I have a terrible answer for. Um, I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I, a few years ago, developed the system for myself whereby, so I've not heard a Taylor Swift song in many years. I, I literally like, I avoid hearing them. I don't know mm -hmm. what the new album sounds like, or I think uh, Shake It Off, whatever album that was, yeah. the last time I heard a Taylor Swift, like, like, I don't know. And the only other one that I know is um, uh, the Juliet and Romeo or whatever thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Old, right? Yeah. yeah super old. But I just see it on the meme. If I know any other Taylor Swift songs, I don't even know that I know them. <laughs> That's fantastic. But my favorite Taylor Swift anecdote is that uh, when I was in Nashville whatever this is a few years ago. I don't know if this is accurate anymore. Um, my friend, oh, I was talking to him just earlier, actually. He just commented on my Instagram, Ray, uh, who lives in Nashville. Um, she lives in the same building as Harmony Kareen. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> I just think like, just the world, you know, like Taylor Swift and Harmony Kareen. Yeah. Like, so like the guy who made Beach Bum, oh, like, like, as I talk to you in my robe, like I have, you know, oh, that's infinite awesome. Moondog's book right here, which I read from regularly. I, Moondog is a beacon. Uh, but yeah, I love Harmony Korean. I think he's got, got fucking ideas. And the fact that this guy with all these ideas lives in the same building as Taylor Swift, the devil. <laughs> like, it's wild to me. It's like Rosemary's Baby. Like, I grew up it, with Ira Levin, the writer of Rosemary's Baby. My closet touched his wall. He was my next door neighbor. So he had entrance to my closet, which is the most hilarious thing. And Harmony Kareen is visited by the devil through his closet, probably. Taylor Swift. I fucking hate Taylor Swift. You like Taylor Swift or what? I, yeah, I mean, I, it's so the thing about it was is, is I was sitting down one day and I was like, I need a different question that I, I enjoy some of her music. Her, her performance is live. She's great live. She's a, she puts on a great show live. But for me, it was more of a I need a I need an off the wall question that is different and to kind of leave the interview um, on a different foot. You know what I mean? Especially oh, sure. like- No, I totally get it, yeah. And for me, it's like the 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 variances of answers have been fantastic. Um, I had one guy answer and he was like, um, what's that song? And then he plays the beat in his head and then he starts singing it out loud. I have another, if I've, if I've ever heard a Taylor Swift song, I, I, don't, I, would, I couldn't tell you what it was. You know, the dynamic of the different, like at some point when I get about, I don't know, 30 interviews deep, or, you know, I want to make it super cut. Exactly. What's your favorite? Yeah. Taylor Swift? And then just play it back to back to back to back. That's to a back. great video. No, it's for real. No, I totally, I vibe. I love the question. I think it's great. Um, I just happen to fucking hate Taylor Swift. I don't mind saying that I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's awesome. Right. It makes the, <laughs> it makes it different. You know what I mean? You, you oh, yeah. answer it like, yeah, I, my favorite song is shake it off. You know? No, I, I literally hate Taylor Swift. And it's like, that's fantastic to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I hate Justin Bieber too. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that one to me, I I can't cross that one line. That's that's. <laughs> Sorry, Scooter Braun. I think you're great at your job, but no. Um, before we go real quick, I, I want to touch on one thing that you said. For me, film is something that's very important for me. Um, it, it always has been. It's something that's been an escape for me for a very long time. So when when you said that, how important film is. Um, that to me is something that I totally 1000% agree with because since I was a little kid, no matter what I was going through in my life, I could go to the theater and I could escape for two hours, right? You know, and I could indulge myself in that in that world, whether the film was good or bad, it doesn't matter, right? You're in that space. So for me to to hear somebody say that, um, I, I don't know, it's it, happenstance, coincidence, something that I needed to hear at this particular time, because for me, I, I love film so much and I love putting myself, for me, that theater experience, nothing is like it, you know, and the idea of the possibility of theaters winding down or going away is, I don't think they'll ever completely go away, but right now they're struggling with no new releases and stuff like that. So to hear somebody else say that in the way that you did, it was, it was, it was rewarding. It was, it was, it was, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to say it. it. Sounds kind of cheesy right now. I'm kind of going a little bit of a rant, but that to me is dude. I cry about this stuff. Nothing, yeah. None of it's cheesy to Absolutely. me. I, I, I mean, I literally like tear. I get emotional. I like, got emotional when you were talking about it. I really did. To be honest with you, I did. I it it, it felt. I felt that. It's life. It's it's bloodletting. You know, like I I I talk about it like like dead serious. Like, um, you know, I have my tea, but. I don't have theaters, my sanctuaries in the world. You know, we, I don't mean my favorite places. When I say, when I say sanctuary, I mean like my safe places yep. inside my head. Like, I don't like, I don't get along with people. Like I don't, life isn't easy for me. I have, I have amazing people, but like I have conflict left and right. Yeah. I have chaos left and right. I go to the movies I go to a dark room with a bunch of chairs and some other people and I feel safe and I feel loved and I feel understood. I feel um, growth. I feel connected. I feel all these things. And we don't have that right now. And that sucks. The other two places for me are Yankee Stadium and um, I don't have that. And there's this particular bar that I have gone to and just it holds, you know, it holds it holds stuff for me. I'm not a drinker, really. I never really was, but it's a, it's just a place. Yeah. It's just a beautiful place where like where life and culture and ideas are exchanged and held for me. Yeah. Uh, what is super important to distinguish within that, what is so beautiful about movies, I really feel, it's, you know, movies and books, like we have it. We have all of it. Like I have Moondog right here. Like I watched, I rewatched Beach Bum the other day. And man, like, like pe people, people don't realize like how beautiful Beach Bum is. Like Benoit Debbie's cinematography is like insane. Oh, so gorgeous. And Matthew McConaughey is a, it's, it's a thesis. It's a, it's a philosophy film. If people, people think it's a joke, you know, people, oh, it's like whatever. No, it's philosophy fucking ideas. This is Harmony Korine and Matthew McConaughey tag teaming together to present ideas. The most important thing about filmmaking to me is the presentation and transference of ideas. And that is what you are, you know, keying in on. I, I, what I, what I relate to at least 
I want to know if we can transfer these ideas. And and the movie theater, yes, is the best place to do it. But I think that we could still do it. Like uh-huh. I watched Charm City Kings the other night and uh-huh. a cinematographer, Caitlin Arismendi, shot it, who I who, who I've connected with recently over, over this film. And her second is shooting my Jeff Taylor is shooting my new film and watching Charm City Kings about 10, 15 minutes into the film. I forget. There's a there's a steady cam shot. It's so exquisite. It's so everyone talks about this chase scene that she shot. That was really great. And all the biking footage. That's awesome. But the production design working with the steady cam operator, knowing what they had to do with the aperture rack, because they went inside and outside, they went on multiple floors of, of a home. So there's three aperture racks in the shot, I, I would estimate. Two actors weaving in and out with the camera. All the things that they had to do to execute that shot makes me as as big as, you know, it. it's holy. I, I feel Caitlin and her collaborators connecting so deeply on that shot to do, to execute that. It's not just technical, it's soul, it is love. They have to all love each other to execute that shot. Like I said, crossing that bridge, they have to have crossed that bridge, gone back and forth together and and they have to be free roaming in that way from the world to the private world, public, private, like they have to be so in sync and so in love with each other to do that. So watching that shot, and I'm talking, you know, on my fucking monitor that I have in this place, like by myself, no one around, I feel loved watching that shot. And that's, since we can do that, we're good. That's how I see it. We're yeah, good. Yeah, for me, even it, as much as I miss movies and the movie, our movie theater, I still watch whether I'm at work, I watch them on my phone, I watch them at home on my TV, or I watch them on my on my uh, MacBook, my iMac. It doesn't matter. I still feel that experience. You know what I mean? It, it's, 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 it's spiritual. It is. It's, it's, it's home for me. You know what I mean? It's been home for a very long time. So I woke up this morning and watched Diva, you know, from the Jean Benix. Um, and I felt loved. You know, with with the opera aspects, the way that he frames that that he introduces every every shot with this visual uh, motif, and I put it on really early, and I timed it for the sun to be rising. It's awesome, and it was beautiful. I felt loved. It's fantastic. We can do that. I, I music doesn't make me feel loved. I don't. I don't get the same experience with music. When I watch films. I feel connected to other human beings and loved. I love that. That's perfect. It's a perfect way to end right there. Uh, where can we find you on social media before we go? S dot glass everywhere. S D O T G L A S S. Um, Instagram is probably the thing that I do most. Um, I love film Twitter, but I'm more of a reader than I am a uh, engager. I, I'm, I'll happily engage. I just, people don't really care about me on Twitter, but People me on Instagram. I share tons on it. My Instagram stories are like, I'm just talking ideas all day. So if you, if you like what, any of this, feel, you know, obviously watch the movie. That's the best thing, but you could just like, I just talk bullshit all the time. So, you know, 
<laughs> Instagram is where I'm at mostly. Folks, do us a favor. Make sure to check out a 1984 period piece in present day. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Glass, for your time today. Thank you.